77 WABC. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hope you had a lovely weekend. One of the headlines. One. For I-24 News in Israel. One of the headlines for I-24 News, not in America, but in Israel. The headline says, quote, I support Hamas, you blanking Jew. You already know the word to put in there for blanking. Then the headline on I-24 News says, U.S. high school basketball game brought to a halt by violent anti-Semitism. The subcaption says, Sporting rivalry brings out the oldest hatred on a basketball court. This basketball game happened to be in our backyard in Yonkers, New York, The game was canceled when players on the home team shouted anti-Semitic slurs at their Jewish opponents who needed security guards to escort them to safety. Yonkers has canned a high school girls basketball coach and booted a player off the team after this ugly anti-Semitic incident at a recent game against the Jewish high school, city officials said Sunday. The game Thursday night, the LaFell School, a private Jewish school in Hartsdale and Roosevelt High School, a public school in Yonkers, ended after some kids from Roosevelt High School shouted anti-Semitic slurs at their opponents, including one who allegedly said, I support Hamas, you effing Jew. That's a direct quote. I normally would not say something like that, but we need to hear the shock value of the comment that came from a girl in high school. So a coach has been uh, canned. From Roosevelt High School, a player uh, booted off the team. And this was just Thursday night. And again, security guards had to escort the LaFell school players off the court following the hostile contest. Things got so ugly on Sunday, the Yonkers Public School Interim Superintendent, Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and the mayor of the city, Mike Spano, issued a joint statement denouncing the hatred and apologizing for the vitriol that the visiting team faced. Part of the statement says this, 
the Yonkers Public Schools, along with the city of Yonkers, sincerely apologize to the students and community of the LaFell School for the painful and offensive comments made to their women's basketball team during a recent game with Roosevelt High School. One of the players that exposed this, she wrote an article for the school newspaper. She says, I have played a sport every athletic season throughout my high school career, and I have never experienced this kind of hatred directed at one of my teams before. An hour into the game, the LaFell players walked off during a timeout as the coaches conferred with each other, then the referees. Again, this happened right here in Yonkers. You would think that the ugly words would have been enough. Oh, no, they weren't done. The Roosevelt players kept having words with the LaFell players until security stepped in and the refs ended the game. Roosevelt, rightfully so, agreed to a voluntary forfeit, according to a school spokesperson. We're going to start with your telephone calls on that in just a moment. We see the calls coming in, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. I told you the migrants were pimping. Half of you didn't believe me. Oh, Dominic, how can you say that? Poor innocent people looking for a better life. They want to come to America. Oh, the poor people. Some of their pricey cars uh, have been towed outside a controversial shelter in the same area where the migrants have been begging door to door. And I'm just going to give you bullet points of, of some recent headlines. A migrant mob makes a grab for $5,300 in designer sunglasses. Guess where from? Bloomingdale's. How American. Bloomingdale's. The mob went to Bloomingdale's, and they wanted Bloomingdale's quality merchandise. And, of course, they used to free, so they didn't have any money to pay for it, or they didn't want to pay for it. So this mob of stinky, excuse me, uh, sticky, uh, fingered migrants stormed into Manhattan's Bloomingdale's and tried to swipe. Hey, you got to give it. I told you before, you got Dominic, you're not being fair. I told you they had expensive taste, and boy, did they have class. Because the, the shades they tried to snatch, apparently, Versace, Dior, Prada, totaling $5,300 before all but one of them escaped. About 15 asylum seekers swarmed the high-end store before 6.30 p.m. Saturday and grabbed more than a dozen pair of the pricey sunglasses. Hey, if you're going to steal them, you might as well steal the best, right? So interesting. A melee breaks out after someone cut a line outside the East Village migrant Center. A migrant was stabbed over a woman by another migrant. I told you, folks, you thought I was being unfair. I want to, before I go back over 
And and let, let me just let me just say this. Let me just say this. A bit later, I'm going to give you a very interesting story. And it, it's regarding a voice that we all know. There is a local seven train to Flushing Main Street approaching the station. Please stand away from the platform edge. Well, that person, the voice of the voice, has just made an announcement. And I'll give you a hint. It's, a, it, it, it's regarding gay rights. That's all I'm going to say for right now. We will have that for you coming up. The top story, obviously, tonight happens to be this basketball game from Thursday night. Girls basketball. Roosevelt High School, a public school, against the LaFell School, which is in Hartsdale, a private Jewish school. And things got so ugly. Mordecai in New Jersey. Good evening. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good evening, my friend, Dominic. I hope you're doing well. Um, you know what? I, uh, I, it, it, this is just how it goes. Uh, as you know, those who do not know history are doomed to repeat it. These people have no idea about history. They have no idea about the Holocaust. If you ask any of these students now, and I'm just talking about these students, because there was another soccer game in a state where, uh, where uh, they beat the crap out of these kids while saying Hitler was right. And a kid from the stands, a Jewish kid from the stands, had to jump down. It was a Jewish school and a Catholic school. This was in February of 2023 this happened. The same thing. So these people don't know history. They don't know what happened. And, you know, if you really showed them the tattoos on, their, on these people's skin and you brought them to the museums to let them see the shoes and see the pictures and the videos and you forced them to open their eyes and watch it, just like my grandparents were forced to open their eyes while they were seeing their family shot in front of them, maybe then they would have a little bit of respect instead of trying to talk trash and equating, oh, uh, Hitler was right, Hitler should have gassed all of you, or, hey, where'd you come from the ovens, or anything like that. Maybe they would have a little respect instead of trying to do, uh, equa- in- instead of trying to lower it down to uh, tra- you know, locker room uh, trash talk during a game. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but this goes – listen, I, I played uh, football in high school, right? Yeah. And, and, and when you – and, 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 but no, no, no. This goes way beyond trash talking. So when we would line up against our opponent, whether we were on the freshman team or the JV team or the varsity team against another school, you wouldn't do this to your own teammate. But you would – you know, right before the snap, you might try and get the person to jump off sides – you might make a comment about his sister, something that's quite uh, derogatory. Dominic, Dominic. Go ahead. Dominic, this is what I'm trying to say. The Jewish students, if this was a football game, the Jew, or a ba- whatever, basketball game, and this was, and this was a, this is a Bronx high school, right? So I'm assuming that the, the players were black on the, on the other team, some of the players. If the Jewish students had made comments about hanging black people from trees, you think that they would go freaking out in the stands? Come on. No, you, you, you're a thousand percent correct. You're a thousand percent correct. And that's one of the reasons why, why I'm very annoyed and pissed off uh, at this situation. You know, again, in my day playing high school football, you, you might say something about the opponent's sister. You might say something like, hey, you know, I was with your mother last night. And I'm giving you the colorful yeah, uh, language, you know, and, and, some, and, so, and sometimes you would really get under the opponent's skin, right? So I, I, I recall one time Mordecai at a high school game against Spellman. I was talking, and I played for Hayes. I was talking so much trash 
the guy said, let him through. Let number 29 through, right, on the opposing team. And it was a punt. They were punting to us. And sure enough, the lineman let me come through intentionally, and I got up to the running back that was about five yards before the punter. And I went to jump to block the punt, and he he upended me by hitting my ankles. And so I did a full somersault, and he started laughing. But, you know, that's as far, that's as, far as it went. And I said, you know what, he's not the guy to mess with. But to actually say, I support Hamas, you effing Jew? Where, Mordecai, before I move on, where is this coming from? Dominic, they are, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this with all honesty. This is the result of the public school system. The school system has failed because kids are too stupid to understand or read about history. When I read about the Holocaust, when I was in fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, I think that's the last time I heard about it. You know, they went over it. I was, I was telling the teachers, I read Mein Kampf when I was in fourth grade. We didn't learn about the Holocaust until sixth or seventh. And when we did, we read a book, Ellie Wiesel, Number of the Stars. That's really it. We didn't go into the details because they wanted to make it PC. They don't want to show the pictures of the, of the Jews looking like walking skeletons. That's because these people don't know. They don't realize it. They, and if they do, they only realize a portion of it. And when I say a portion, I mean one one hundredth of the severity of what went on. So they say, oh, that happened such and such years ago, 40 years ago. That's almost 100 years ago. Don't they realize that that's their grandparents and their great-grandparents? And uh, that's not that long ago. It, come to think about it, 300 years ago, we were, we were burning people for being witches. So what's their point? My point is, is that they don't know history. And they're and, like the same way that they don't know the difference between there, there, and there, and two and two, is the same way they don't know. Or, like they don't know that difference. So you expect them to know the, 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 the history of, uh, of the Holocaust versus Western civilization, European civilization. You know, like, come on. We, we don't do history. Math is racist. History is racist. George Washington was a slave owner. Get with the program, everybody, right? That's where we're at. And and you're right. Thank you so much for the call, Mordecai. You're, you're right. I mean, let, let's be honest. If one of those players on Roosevelt, if the N-word was tossed about uh, anything derogatory as it relates to race, punches would have probably been thrown, would have been thrown. And the situation was so bad, one coach has been fired, one player kicked off the team, the the coach of the uh, LaFell school pulled his team off the court, the, the private Jewish school in Hartsdale. Why, why do these kids so young have to learn and be the victims of anti-Semitism? It's just not right. By the way, coming up at about uh, 40 minutes past the hour, we, we are awaiting a call from uh, Tamara Tucci. We're going to update you on her breast cancer uh, situation and see how she's doing. Uh, Florida resident, longtime WABC listener, double mastectomy, uh, December 20th, was in the hospital on Christmas. We'll talk to her. Let's continue with your calls. Let's go to Al and Yonkers. Good morning, Al. What's on your mind? Good morning to you, Dominic. You know, being a longtime Yonkers resident, uh, 
I know the mayor. I've met him a few times through the years. And uh, he at one time was a Republican. He's now a Democrat. And fortunately, he gets it. He's a mainstream Democrat. He has a large family. He has many siblings and nephews who are in law enforcement. So I'm not surprised. He would never uh, tolerate anything that was anti-Semitic. So I'm not surprised that he moved uh, swiftly to fire this individual. Uh, You know, I'm shocked, and I'd hate to see Yonkers get a bad rap for this. You know, I live in the north end of the city near Antamaya Park, and I can never envision that happening in this city. So I'm glad it's not tolerated. Uh, The mayor moved quickly. I'm sure he'll have a United City Council behind him uh, to back him up to make sure that uh, this is never tolerated in the city of Yonkers. But Al, the damage is already done. The story is already international. It's already international. The damage is done. It's done. Yeah, it's unfortunate because uh, Yonkers is a is a is a, a multicultural city. It's a diverse city, uh, and we, you know, it never. It's really a city that we don't really have many problems up here. And uh, I'm just shocked that this occurred. I know Roosevelt High School, and uh, I was just shocked when I heard uh, the story. What what type of high school is Roosevelt? Oh, Roosevelt is a, is you know a popular school. It's uh it's on the uh, near Central Avenue. Uh, it's probably one of the larger public schools. Yonkers has four public schools. Uh, Gordon High School near my house in North Yonkers. Saunders, which is probably the best one for the trades. And Roosevelt and Lincoln, they've always had a pretty good reputation. And uh, that's why, you know, um, it's in a good area, you know, a, a working class area. Is it a diverse school? Yes, it is a diverse school. Okay. I, I'm just, I, you know, Al, you know, it's a, it's a woman's, a girl's basketball game, and you don't, you can't think of anything else to say to your opponent. How about play the game? That's right. How about win that way? Exactly. I mean, to, to go there, Al, thank you so much thank for you. the call. Let's go uh, to Michael in New Jersey. I said good morning a minute ago to Al, but I meant good evening. Good morning doesn't start for another 40 minutes. Good evening to you, Michael. What's on your mind? Yeah, good evening. Um, I hate to have to say this, but to be perfectly honest, most of the anti-Semitism that's being shown, to be perfectly honest, is being shown by black people. How did I know you were going to say that? Well, because it's a fact. Oh, it's a fact. It's a fact. It's a fact. There is some, there is... Well, basically, a white person will say, I support Hamas, but they won't start bringing up this thing about Hitler, right? Which is really, really idiotic, because, to be perfectly honest... Well, Hitler Hitler was not brought up. Hamas was brought up. Oh, they didn't say Hitler Hitler should have finished the job? No. They didn't say that? No. The last call of Mordecai was referring to a sporting event that occurred somewhere else, a soccer event, I believe he said... In this case, in Yonkers, the the most outrageous comment that we've heard thus far, and it is extremely outrageous, is what I just said about I support Hamas, you blank, blank Jew. Well, they should have yelled back, you blank, blank, whatever the hell they are. You know, why are people afraid? If Here we go. You, Here we go with back. the John Wayne. Here we go. Michael, I, I can, you, I can always count on you to inflame the and situation. Those young ladies did exactly what they're supposed to do. Listen to their coach, and once the coach instructed them to leave the court, they were escorted by security, fearful for their life, and left the school. 
If they had did what you said to do, Michael, it would have been a race riot. Why would it be a race riot? You're saying that that the students weren't black. I don't know what the we're, we're, make, we're making a lot it of assumptions. A race I, if they were we're, both white. We're, we're making a lot of assumptions. I don't know what the race of the other students were on Roosevelt High School. I don't know. To be perfectly honest, most likely they were black. You know it, and I know it. Now, here's the thing: it's bad enough when a white person says it, but when a black person says anything about race or anything like that, I mean that they would. They were persecuted. Black people were discriminated against years ago. So how could you, as a discriminated person who was denied jobs, who was denied schooling, who was denied uh, an, an education, who, who was denied things that, that pe- white people take for granted, how can you show prejudice towards somebody else? I mean, I don't understand that. It's, how can it's, you do that? It's easy. If, you, if you're a victim of it, then you're going to throw it to somebody else? It's easy. It's called it you're, you're ignorant, you don't know anything, and you're trying to cut, divide, and hurt. And that is exactly what happened. And, well, I, and I don't think these players, that I'm not going to condemn the entire team from Roosevelt High School, but whoever engaged in this, I don't think they understand that what they did amounted to and will amount to lifelong scars for the players of the LaFell School. The the LaFell School in Hartsdale, I I spent an hour looking at their material, Michael, online. It's a good school for good children that's doing positive things to send kids out into the world to be leaders. And for them in high school to have to to experience anti-Semitism like this, for somebody to say, I support Hamas, you blank, blank Jew, is absolutely disgusting. Well, they're just basically, like you said, extremely ignorant. So that's all I can say. Well, Michael, they're extremely thank- stupid. They they really are dummies. Michael, thank thank you so much uh, for the uh, call in New Jersey this morning. It is time for a break, folks. Coming up, we will continue with your calls. We see them. Uh, We will get to as many as possible. Westchester, South Carolina, Yonkers, Brooklyn, and more. Coming up at about 40 minutes uh, before the hour, we will talk to Tamara Tucci. She is standing by, the uh, breast cancer survivor. I've been chronicling her life. Double mastectomy, December 20th, in the hospital on Christmas. We'll get an update for her. But when we come back, more of your calls about this disgusting situation in Yonkers on Thursday, a girls' basketball game, anti-Semitism on the damn basketball court. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a and b with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. 
Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. The situation in Yonkers girls basketball game last week canceled when players on the home team shot anti-Semitic slurs at their Jewish opponents who needed security guards to escort them to safety. The school happened to be uh, in Hartsdale, the LaFell School, a private Jewish school playing against Roosevelt High School. And look at this, folks. It should have been a moment for diversity. The Jewish kids from the private school playing against the kids from the public school. A great moment of diversity until the anti-Semitism started. Let's go to Tom in Westchester. Good evening, Tom. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hello. I want to disagree with Mordecai uh, as far as teaching about the Holocaust in school, which wouldn't be a bad idea. Where does the hatred come from? Why is it? I don't think it's all blacks, by the way, either. Why do so many people hate Jews? I'm not Jewish myself. I'm a white guy, and I live very close to Roosevelt High School. Well, I mean, I, I, I think you can teach about the Holocaust all day. Why are Jews so hated? And it's not just blacks from Yonkers, uh, plain and simply. And by the way, Roosevelt High School is, a, is a, are you still there? Yeah, I'm listening. I'm, I'm, uh, try, I'm, so I'm trying well, to. Yeah, Roosevelt High, High School is, 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 uh, is busing in Yonkers, and it's mostly a minority school for people from the and that, most of the people living in that part of Yonkers tend to private thought. schools, by the way. That, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. And then and Stephen Tyler Varosmith graduated from Roosevelt High School, just for the record. But having said that, no, it's, I don't get this. Uh, you know, I'm 76 years old. I'm a New Yorker. Oh, I don't understand. If blacks hated all whites, I'd understand that more than why Jews. And it's not just blacks, as I already said. This hatred is just, it's beyond belief. And I don't know what the answers are, but... I, I mean, I don't think it's a lack of teaching about the Holocaust in, in school. Wouldn't hurt. So, you you, you but, know what, Tom? What what I'm honestly thinking about, and this is what I was thinking about the last hour, and it's not politically correct to say this, right? But but I'm I'm at times I can be a guy that's not very politically correct, so I'm gonna say it anyway. The kids from the LaFell School, the private school in Hartsdale. They are going on to very, very successful lives. That's the bottom line. As Mm -hmm. compared to the kids from the Roosevelt School, and we know in all likelihood what society has in line for them. And yet, rather than learning to get along and, and, and play your opponent on the basketball court, if you want to be the female Michael Jordan on the court, go for it. If you want to actually jump up and dunk the ball, I know it's rare that women dunk the ball. Go for it, but you don't punch below the belt like this. You, you just you just don't do it. And I I can't tell you where they've learned this hatred from these young kids, except for they they see it in the media. They see the other school is privileged, and they think that they're entitled. Keyword entitled 
to take shots at them, Tom, but it's disgusting. Why, why, go, go Jews, why Jews? Why not all white I, people? I, 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 I don't know. Why do you keep asking me why Jews? No, because it, I, I, I can't get over this, okay? I've been around right. a long time. Right. I, I, and when this is new on college campuses, in the media, I mean, this is worldwide now, ever since October 7th. Right. I mean, this, this is re- really out of hand. That's why I keep saying why it Jews. is. It That's- is. It is completely out of hand. I, I, Tom, thank you for the call. I wish that I had the answer. I really, I really do. John and Yonkers, good morning, good evening. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hello, Dominic. Is it Dominic Carter? Yes, go ahead. Hey, Dominic. Um, I'm John X. I can't say my name. I'm a retired Yonkers school teacher, okay? Um, I'm, cl- I'm about, you know, a little older than mid-age, probably close to your age, maybe around there. No, no, I'm younger than mid-age. You're right around mid-age. And I can't say too much because it's a very corrupt city. Okay, um, John, just get to the point, please. On. You don't need to do all the setup. Uh, just get to Roosevelt the point. Roosevelt High School is in the whitest section of Yonkers. And what does that mean? And, wh- and, and what does that mean? That means that your people that are doing all this yelling are a lot of white kids. They do this because they're excited by the drama. They, I've been rolling on the floor with kids in the school to save another one's life, okay? And I've been there. I've seen it. I know what's going on. If they're uneducated. They're not educated. The teachers are the laziest SOBs you'd ever want to know. Wait, the t- the, about- wait, wait. The teachers where? I'm confused. The, the teachers. Okay, but but you but John, but you're, you're I I'm not comfortable with blanket statements like that. How okay. how, how can you say how can you say the teachers are the laziest? I mean, you don't know every single teacher because in Yonkers. I was one, but that doesn't make but that doesn't make all of them that way. And what does that well, have to do with this situation? situation is has to do with this these kids love drama if one kid's about to get stabbed they'll close the door and block it not go get help i've told a guy go get help they don't go get help they love the drama they are excited by someone else's misery they love it they love it they wouldn't go home and talk to their parents about this jewish stuff and believe me i can't stand any of this hate stuff for any groups at all it's ridiculous but these kids love drama. They're not educated. They're not stupid. They're very streetwise. And I have been called the N-word numerous times by these uh, kids. Uh, I'm a white man. Okay. All right, John. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much for the call. That, that That's a bit out there, Twilight Zone, as far as I'm concerned. Norman in Brooklyn, good evening. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Okay. Um, my opinion. Okay. I think the school handled it well after the effect. I mean, they're going to get together. They're, they're, they're coaches that are being fired. They're, they're going to have a sit down and, and, uh, you know, I think that that was handled well. The reason why, but my statement is, I I disagree uh, with you, Norman, but go ahead. Okay. Well, um, from what I'm reading here in the post. Okay, but okay, um, so 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 the young lady that was that was called an a, a effing Jew. I support Hamas. How, how can you say that's been handled well? That young lady's going to be well, scarred for the rest well of her after life. The effect. I mean, I think she's going to be. She's probably going to be suspended. She's going to. I mean, this. It sounds no, I'm, like I'm talking are, about the victim. I'm not talking about the attacker. Oh, the victim? The no, victim. the victim. Unfortunately, the victim is the victim, uh, and that's uh, horrible. Look, I, I, look. I think the fish begins to stink from the head. Okay, and unfortunately, our our political leaders are not talking out there's silence there's crickets about about Jew, attacks on jewish people in america okay i mean you know this and 
they need to they need to speak more about that, not issue blanket statements about hatred, linking it up with, uh, you know, anti-Islamophobia and, you know, anti, you know, anti-LGBTQ and anti-racism. They need to speak out specifically about the condemnation of attacks on Jewish people. That's it. They need to say that, and they're not. They're 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 being silent on it. I mean, I don't hear anybody in the city council talking about it. You know, with the exception of like what the five Republicans that are on there. It's it's everybody is very quiet on this, and you know, and and this does filter down. It's filtering down, and that's why you know the kids are getting the kids of Roosevelt are getting the subtle message that this is okay. This is cool. It's okay to do that, you know. And you know, I mean, and and that's it. You know, why these why these poor LaFell, you know, girls there have to deal with you know a situation in Israel or Hamas that has nothing to do with that, you know. They're these, there, these, they're there, Norman. And thank you for the call, my friend. They're there to the girls are there to play a basketball game. That's it. That's it. The game, the game is not about world peace or, or, or finding, uh, finding a cure for AIDS. It's a basketball game to bring different communities together. Together. And look look at what happened. Let's go to Carol and Yonkers. Good evening, Carol. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Oh, hey, Dominic. I'm so glad to talk to you. Um, I'm from Yonkers, too, like a previous caller um, is, too. I think what you... Said, nailed it. I'm sorry. I guess I'm nervous. Uh, nailed it don't, right on the don't head. Don't be nervous. I it's think, just you and I talking. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I think you nailed it on the head. Uh, I think the kids um, from Roosevelt. I think they're um, they're echoing the drama that they're seeing. I bet. Like I li- I'm, I'm from Yonkers, and I pass by there all the time. I live in Hartsdale, believe it or not. Now, uh, Greenberg, Hartsdale. But um, you know, it's like it's, it's same difference. Um, neighboring towns. Um, but what you see coming out of Roosevelt, I doubt that they can even put um, where Israel or um, the West Bank or any of that area on the map. You can say out. that again, Carol. They don't know what's right. going they, on. They so don't know anything, but they know, but they know how to hate. They know how, they to, know hate. how to hate. And they're picking up all this dark energy. And it's really, it's really, really scary. And um, I have uh, a lot to agree with with a lot of the callers some i disagree but i think the main thing is that they're pick what you said is that you know they're picking up on the drama and that girl who um had the um their racial epithets ex- exclaimed to her you know the previous caller he kind of blew it off but ex- that's extremely traumatic extremely. when you have that especially in public extremely um, in front of your team in front of your coach in front of the refs in front of the crowd attending the game it's it, it, it's a life, you know, Carol. Thank you for the wonderful call. It's a situation that will, let, will that will stay with that young lady for the rest of her life. Let's go to John on Long Island. Good evening, John. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Yes, yes, Dominic. You know, there's also a mentality out there too. Like I'm not Jewish, but a lot of friends of my Jewish. There's a there's a mentality where there's especially today where people take inventory of other people. Jewish people have a culture of success. To be to be uh, important to the to your community. That's why a lot of them are doctors and lawyers because they've learned 
that they have to insulate themselves from the hate from the world. So they always become something that's very, very needed in the world. And some people just don't like that. And they, the fact that they hate them to a point, they think that they're, there's some kind of, some, some kind of uh, cult where they control the world. It's a bunch of nonsense. And the hate transits all across the border, all different ages. So that's what happened. A lot of these people, they, they don't like Jewish people because they're successful. They're known in, in, in all different aspects of life. And instead of aspiring for it, they hate them. And that's what goes on. And it's very, very sad. And that's a problem with a lot of people in general. Look, Dummy, you know you came from, not, from nothing, literally, and you know you have to work your way out. And that's the way life is. People think there's some kind that's of the way. That's the way there, life is. You don't you work. You don't eat. You don't sit around, right. you don't sit around complaining your entire life, oh, Bob's got that, Mary's got that, how come I don't have that? Well, because right. you don't want to go to school. Well, because you right. don't want to listen. Well, because you want to be out here being a stick-up kid. That's why you don't right. have right. those things. And it's right. as simple and, as and that. It, go ahead, go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what Hitler. Hitler blamed old Jews for everything. He just pinned it on them. I don't know. If you saw some stories, historical things, but they at one point they dragged all these these Jewish people that were doctors and lawyers, and made them scrub the street with toothbrushes. It was despicable because they blamed them for everything. Because what? Because they were successful? Because they were much more industrious with their lives and mixed with their lives? This is the problem. A lot of people they want something for nothing, my friend. And this has got to end. It's a big problem. A lot of kids today they want to look like a million bucks, but they don't know how to actually earn it. And that's the problem. That's unfortunate. And it trends. I don't care what color these kids are it just translates that way and that's my message here sorry right right no 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 thank thank you thank you i've got to take a break uh our guest uh, tamara tucci standing by on the line but but it says here on my screen that bob in new jersey believes that anti-semitism is exaggerated by the media i know bob can't think that so i want to talk to bob before the break quickly bob uh, tell me what your is this does this summarizing your point of view Yes, I agree. I think it's uh, it's uh, first. First of all, Bob, I can't understand. It sounds like you're in South Africa. The phone connection. Okay, hold on. Let's... Okay, why hold would you on talk to me on speaker, Bob? Why? Why would you? You know what, Bob? I can't do it. Thank you for the call. We've got to take a break. When we come back, folks, here's the point. Don't don't be on speaker. Be ready to go because when I come to you, if you're not ready, we're moving on. When we come back, we're going to switch gears. We'll come back to this next hour, next hour. But when we come back, I'm going to be talking to Tamara Tucci. She's the woman. We've been chronicling her life, uh, breast cancer. She's going to give us an update. She just had a double mastectomy. We will be right back. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Cancer. I have been chronicling the battle against breast cancer through a longtime WABC listener, Tamara Tucci. Tamara just had a double mastectomy December 20th and only found out her serious diagnosis literally a few weeks earlier. For Christmas, she was in the hospital recovering. And she joins us now. I am so glad to hear your voice. How are you doing? Hi, Dominic. Good evening. Thanks for having me back. (laughs) I am doing better than the last few times we spoke. I had my two-week checkup on Thursday, and uh, I got all my chest drain tubes out. So that's a step in the right direction. Now, you mentioned the, the, the chest tubes. That's a biggie, right? The surgeon taking the tubes out. And why is that? 
see. I, I had four drain tubes. Um, it's it's big because uh, it was it's like a heavy weight on your chest, and it it drains infection out of your body. And by them removing it, I can stand up a lot straighter. Um, and it just means that I'm healing. I'm I'm doing better. So he felt confident enough to remove them. And that's wonderful news. For people that may not know your story, that this may be the first time they're hearing you, please tell your story. Sure, yes. So um, October, of this past October of 2023, I went for my my yearly mammogram and they found uh, a spot that they wanted to look at further. So I went back for um, more in-depth um, mammogram and uh, the, the area of concern was still there. So uh, they scheduled an MRI to get really good pictures and it was at the MRI they found a total of four areas in both breasts and um, they scheduled biopsies for all four areas and they were all cancerous. I have invasive ductal carcinoma, HER2 negative and that was, uh, I was diagnosed, uh, well I had the the first round of mammogram um, testing was in October, the biopsies were November, and then December 20th I was in the hospital um, having a double mastectomy. So I, everything moves so quickly. So you had a, a little under two months from diagnosis to the double mastectomy. I, yes. And now I'm two weeks out post mastectomy. I had my two week checkup. They've removed my drains. And uh, so that's great. But the, the one thing that is, um, Uncomfortable, I guess you could say, is so they they gave me like a a pain block shot, a nerve block, and that's wearing off now. So underneath both armpits, where they remove lymph nodes, that's the area that's really bothering me the most. And um, I'm trying to uh, cope with that the best I can. It, it has to be tough. From your perspective, why should people pay attention to your story? Why should people pay attention to the issue of breast cancer? Well, I have been on with you before, and and I said it then, and I'll say it again. I was not going to do my yearly exam this year because it was already October, and the past several years prior, all my tests were good. I don't have a family history of breast cancer. I do not carry the gene that makes you um, susceptible of getting breast cancer. So I was, I had the mindset of, oh, I can wait till next year. I, this doesn't run in my family. I'll be fine. But just something said, no, just go do it, get it out of the way, get it done. And so here we are. 
So it is very important. Do not skip a year. Do not skip a year at all. All of our body parts, male or female, are very important to our identity. How are you doing mentally, given the double mastectomy? Well, so the hospital that I um, had this done at, they're they're great. And they actually um, got a breast cancer therapist for me. And I went to a first um, meeting with her last week. And she really understands what I'm going through because she, too, is one year out from her own double mastectomy. And, um, you know, all these emotions. I'm very angry still. And um, she said that's normal. I'm not sure exactly what I'm angry at, but I'm just mad. You know, it, it's it's slowing my life down. I'm it, well, you know me pretty well, but I'm a very independent person. This has really slowed me down. I have to depend on people right now. I don't like to do that. And it's just changed my lifestyle a lot. So I'm angry about that. I'm angry that I cannot work right now. I'm angry that I practically live at the doctors right now. So I'm just I'm just angry about it's it's changed my life right now. And I know I I have to just deal with it. And this therapist is helping me through this. Now, we folks, we are chatting with Tamara Tucci. Tamara had a double mastectomy uh, December 20th. She was in the hospital for Christmas, and she's she's on the road to uh, recovery. And uh, I'm looking at your GoFundMe page, Breast Cancer Fundraiser for Tamara Tucci. It's pulled in through the kindness of uh, of Americans, some $6,000 of your $11,000 uh, goal. Now, the person that organized this for you happened to be uh, your girlfriend, Monet uh, Johnson, Johnston, and uh, she has sent a thank you uh, for for you through her to the people that have donated. And you, every time you've come on, you have thanked them. Why is that so important to you? So Monet has been a friend of mine for many years. And she, before I went into the hospital, she says, I'm putting together a GoFundMe for you. And I, I didn't want to. She goes, no, I'm doing it. You're going to need help. You're not going to be able to work for a while. I'm doing this. And um, if you know my friend Monet, you you don't tell her no. (laughs) And (laughs) yes, so, and I've known her for years. And so I said, okay, fine, you can do it. I said, nobody's going to even pay attention to that. Nobody pays attention to those. And to my surprise, a lot of your listeners people I don't know have been donating and and it's some people that I do know are donating and and thank you so much to everybody that has donated. And, um, it's helped a lot. I've, I've paid car insurance, uh, medication. If, If you've been through breast cancer, you know how expensive this medication is and my journey is not done yet. And, uh, I just, I want to thank everybody who, has donated it's it's been a lifesaver 
Well, we're, we're glad to hear that. And again, the GoFundMe page is Breast Cancer Fundraiser for Tamara Tucci. Overall, when looking at this entire experience, what has been the hardest part of this for you? Oh, boy. Well, besides that, it's temporarily um, changed my independence to dependence. I don't like depending on anyone. I... I'm just so used to doing everything on my own. I can't even drive a car right now because the lymph nodes under the arm, I, I can't even lift my arms. I My response time is still really slow. All the medication they've had me on, it's, uh, so that's one of the hardest things is giving up my independence. Um, and I know it's temporary, and I should be thankful that I have family and friends to help me during this. I'm, I'm very grateful, but it's very hard also. Um, so there's that. I think the other thing is, um, accepting my new body, the changes. Um, I will be getting reconstruction months from now. I mean, I can't do that right now, but, uh, I, it's going to be hard for me to look in the mirror and accept this is my new body, and uh, I think that's going to be the hardest thing for me. Your girlfriend posted on your GoFundMe page that you still sleep a lot, but that is from the medication that you are on. Is that still the case? The first, probably the first week, it's a blur to me. I, I don't remember a whole lot. Uh, so yes, uh, they, they have me on oxycodone, muscle relaxers, different, um, antibiotics in the hospital. They had me on a dilaudid drip. I've had so much in me and it's going to take (laughs) weeks probably to get it out of my system. But, um, I'm proud of myself that today I did not even take a nap. So that's, 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 uh, progress. And your voice is getting stronger and stronger by the day. Would you agree? It is. It is. I, um, yeah, so staying awake all day, that that's really big. I did go out yesterday and had lunch with another friend of mine. Um, so I could sit in a restaurant for an hour. But after that, I was done. I wanted to go back home and take a nap. But um, it's, you know, I I really just go to the doctors and then back home and then I sleep again. But that's fine. You you need to sleep right now. So um, I think that's what's helping me start feeling better is just resting. But but it's fair to say from reconstructive uh, surgery uh, for your breasts uh, and 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 mentally, you still have a very long road ahead. Is that fair to say? I do. The reconstruction's not even going to start till, I, I mean, I don't know exactly when, but the plastic surgeon said probably not for another four to six months from now. Now, I, I, I'm wrapping this up. You mentioned that the woman that is counseling you, uh, she went through the same situation a year ago. Do you envision yourself or see yourself as a counselor for someone else down the road dealing with, with with breast cancer or a double mastectomy? 
Um, you know, I if there's other women that might have questions who are facing this one day, I might be able to give them some pointers of things they might need at home, what to expect. But as far as like um, being like a volunteer to other women every day, I don't know yet. You know, it's it's so I'm only two weeks post post surgery. I, I really don't know yet. I, I I can't really answer that. Fair enough. In closing uh, this interview, I want to just uh, throw it out there. What is there that you want to say to to someone? And of course, uh, breast cancer happens to men as well. To someone dealing with this, their early stages. What do you say to them? I would tell them what was told to me by other women. It's going to be tough, but you will get through this. I know I'm nowhere near the <laughs> um, the end of this journey, but I did make it through the eight and a half hour surgery. It was tough, but every day you wake up is, is one day closer to getting better and healing. And the, the GoFundMe, in which it's halfway there, and a lot of people have donated, 70 people have donated to benefit you. It's titled Breast Cancer Fundraiser for Tamara Tucci, Tammy Tucci. Thank you so much for joining us. It is now time for a break. When we come back, our number two. WABC. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. I hope you folks had a great weekend. Our number two starts right now. I am about to tell you why I'm siding, and I never thought I would say this, with Taylor Swift. I'm siding with Taylor Swift. I'll tell you why in just a second. But... One of the most recognizable voices in New York has just made an announcement. And the voice of the subway system is finding a new voice as a transgender woman. This is the uh, voice of broadcast veteran Ber- Bernie wagon blast on the subway system but now this is this it's no longer uh bernie there is a local seven train to flushing main street approaching the station please stand away from the platform edge hey as long as he's happy excuse me as long as she's happy i'm happy so uh, wagon blast the voice you just heard the voice you just heard has come out as a transgender woman and she's finding her new voice. As long as she's happy, more power to her. But that voice that you hear, boom, boom, and then the voice comes on, 
That was Mr. Bernie Wagonblast, who is now a transgender woman. And so I'm I'm I I want I want to hear from you folks on this. I'm about to get to uh to Trump and Biden, but I want to hear you on this one, right? So Taylor Swift, her team is upset, right? Her team is upset, and I never thought I would see the day, but her team is upset over what they're calling an invasive and inappropriate New York Times. New York Times op-ed speculating about her sexuality. Folks, I don't care if Taylor Swift is gay. I don't care if Taylor Swift is bisexual. Whatever. She makes good music. And I, I she makes great music. And I spent some time thinking about this over the weekend. When when did we get to the point, and I want to hear from some of you, when did we get to the point where sexual orientation can become a headline? What you do in bed becomes a headline, and the bigger you are, the more we want to know. Who cares if Taylor Swift is straight, gay, bisexual? Does the woman make good music? Shouldn't that be the only question? Oh, the relationship with the Kansas City chief guy, he's her beard. Give me a break. When did we get to this point where we want to know everything, especially your sex life? Right? You want to call me gay? Call me gay. You want to call Dominic Carter gay? Call me gay. Whatever. I know what I am. Why, why, why do we, why do we, when do we get to this point? Story number two, cause and effect, cause and effect. Biden is trailing in most polls. He's going negative and Biden is going negative early with the Iowa caucuses now only a week away. Cause and effect. This might be the cause why he's going so negative. President Biden returning home to some very rough news today as a brand new poll shows him losing serious ground among once reliably Democratic voting blocks. Look at this. Former President Trump leading him, even with the margin of error, by five points among Hispanic voters and edging out a four-point lead with voters under the age of 35. Fox News report. Trump winning Hispanic voters. Uh-oh, bad news if you're Biden. And that might explain, that might explain why in his first major campaign event of 2024, Biden on the eve of the third anniversary of the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol delivered a speech near Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, in which he called Trump, a loser. But the legal path just took Trump back to the truth. That I had won the election and he was a loser. (laughs) Trying to rewrite the facts of January 6th, Trump is trying to steal history. 
the same way he tried to steal the election. But he, we knew the truth because we saw it with our own eyes. This wasn't like something, a story being told. It was on television repeatedly. We saw it with our own eyes. Trump's mob wasn't a peaceful protest. Okay, Mr. President, with all due respect to the presidency, do we really want to open this can of worms again? Do we really want to expose this scab and destroy America again? Can we please get past January 6th? But the president was not done. What's Trump done? Instead of calling them criminals, he's called these, exor- these insurrectionists patriots. They're patriots. And he promised to pardon them if he returns to office. And now these MAGA voices who know the truth about Trump on January 6th have abandoned the truth and abandoned the democracy. They made their choice. Now the rest of us, Democrats, independents, mainstream Republicans, we have to make our choice. And here's my choice. Mr. President, let it go. It's a broken record. Let it go. Do we really want to walk all over Americans to regurgitate this issue for a victory? Do we really want to do that? I I really would hope not. Here's another story that I'm focusing on this hour, and we'll take your calls on last hour. We see them. This one is hard to explain. The president of the NYPD union is demanding that a freed cop killer, you heard what I said, cop killer, be put back behind bars for good. The union president is calling for convicted cop killer. I thought we threw away the key with cop killers, but the guy's name is Bruce Lorick to be locked up for good in response to his latest request to be released following his fourth one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four arrest in just the past year. Cop killer gets out, gets arrested four times within the past year. He's 66 years old. Lorick was paroled for life in 2021 after spending nearly 40 years in prison for shooting and killing NYPD officer Joseph Keegan, who was 40 years old at the time in 1980. Again, This man was arrested four times in the past 12 months and released three times and is once again demanding his freedom, right? So Patrick Hendry, the new president of the PBA, says that the revolving door in this case is an absolute travesty to our justice system, and it is. He goes on to say, Legal Aid's own filing for the release of this cop killer, emphasis cop killer, clearly shows that he is incapable of leading a law-abiding life and that he has no business being released into a civilized society. So maybe, maybe we ought to put him right next to the guy that allegedly slashed the girls at Grand Central Station. These two guys seem like they fit in with each other, right? So the PBA president says, additionally, that Mr. Keegan's family should not have to see his killer 
get free pass after free pass, adding the courts need to stop this charade and put him back behind bars for good. Now, what did this Boy Scout do, Mr. Lorick? He was convicted of fatally shooting the police officer in the head with the cop's own gun. What did the cop do? He tried to stop him from hopping a turnstile inside the Columbus Circle subway station on the Upper West Side. Officer Keegan was just two weeks away from retirement. His family members say he was shot in the head by this animal and this animal that's behind bars wants out again. Four times in one year. After he spent 40 years in in, in, in uh, prison because he's a cop killer. He's a cop. No, you can't you can't reform cop killers. I don't care what people say. Oh, he 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 helped so many inmates when he was locked up and he did he did so many great things and and he got his college degree. Okay, great. Use that degree for the rest of your life behind bars. Help other inmates for the rest of your life behind bars. Back to your telephone calls. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. David in Los Angeles. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? Well, to talk about Biden and his polls numbers. But first, regarding the New York Times with the speculative story about Taylor Swift's sexuality, I'm very surprised that they would get into that type of gossip. I guess we're in a new day and age. So that's kind of pathetic. So so wait, sure David, you- David, David, do do you care? I could care less who Taylor Swift is sleeping with as long as she's happy. That's do you care who she's in bed with? Well, not me cuz I don't care about it, but she's got tons of fans and a lot of people would be interested if there was some type of evidence like look, there's evidence that Taylor Swift is just using this football player as a beard and here's who she's really in a relationship. But it's just a bunch of speculative garbage. But David, no but David, suspect. David, let, let, let's say for argument's sake, just for argument's sake, let, let's say let's say Taylor Swift really likes women for argument's sake. Right. Is that going to change the world? Is she going to get a Nobel Peace Prize for that? Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't get it, David. The New York Times running the story hinting that Taylor Swift is either bisexual or gay. I don't care. And I, I that, this is why I want to hear from people. If you think this is newsworthy, please tell me. Whatever Taylor Swift does behind closed doors when that door closes, right? Why why do I care? David, please help me understand this. Why do I why should I care? Well, Taylor Swift has fans that are rabid about her, and if it's true, it does have huge uh huge significance, but not the New York Times. Okay, but Maybe okay, but significance signi- significance for what? Newsflash: Taylor Swift likes women. What that that that's big news for her fans? Gossip is huge, Dominic. You know that gossip is huge. Gossip is huge. Oh yeah, if you could, if you were able to get a picture of Taylor Swift in bed with the woman, you know, secret footage or holding hands with the woman coming out of a restaurant. 
That's a huge story. It'd be the number one story of the year. Taylor Swift sold a billion dollars worth of concert tickets. She's she's the biggest thing since Michael Jackson Thriller. And so it would be huge. But for the New York Times to do it, that is pathetic. That's okay. not the New York Times job. I mean, I, I'm listening to you, David, and I and I suppose you're correct, but um I, I really, whether she's gay and sells a billion dollars in tickets or she's straight and sells a billion dollars in tickets, I mean, I, 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 I may, call me naive, call me young, whatever. No, no. I mean. It's not, that you're naive. it's not that you're naive. It's that you're a serious journalist and, you know, yeah, you don't care about it and I don't care about it. But these fans of hers would care about it. You can't deny that. They want to know everything about her. If she goes to a restaurant, they want to know what she ordered. The world is in a frenzy about Taylor Swift. Fair enough. So what was the point you wanted to make? Well, about Biden, he's losing in the polls. Here, You know, I spent a lot of time on TikTok, Dominic. So here's the reasons that I would give. First of all, he can talk all he wants about January 6th. Nobody cares about that. They care about that they're paying more for food. Hey, David, are you with me? Your phone just broke up there. You with me? Oh, I'm sorry. No, go, go ahead. No, but you you were on point. They care more about what they're paying for food. Go ahead. They don't care about January 6th. They care about the food and gas prices. Now, the black community is very upset about the open border migrant crisis. For example, in Chicago, they feel like they're being pushed aside for the migrants. And so, uh, you know, a lot of people that voted Democrat, that voted for Biden the first time, the black community, even Charlemagne the God has said that he regrets voting and supporting for Biden-Harris, and he's not going to do that this time. Right, but, but, David, because- but David, my friend, see, this is the problem I have, right? Yeah, with no disrespect to Charlemagne, I've never met the brother, but you just said even Charlemagne the God. So what? That, you know, that, well, he would, that, that, that he wouldn't vote here's for why. Biden. So what? I mean, he, meaning not because he won't vote for Biden. I'm trying to say that he's not. Uh, I, I'm trying not to diss the young man. I'm trying to say in a respectful way that that he's a he's a, uh, a uh, whatever. Go ahead, David. Go ahead. No, no, I I agree. I don't like him. But here's the thing. I didn't say I don't like him. I didn't say I don't like him. I, I respect well, okay. this game. I respect this hustle. But I mean, yeah, but 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 to, but to quote him as a uh, political consultant, you know. Leaves a lot to be desired. Charlemagne the God here's says. Why. Here's why. He's got a huge following. Joe Biden gave him an interview in the last time around. You're right. He's got, but he's got a huge following of young people that don't vote. So, you know. Well, you're not supposed to say they don't vote. You know, he's supposed to be. He's given the. He's got a huge following. And that's why. Right. I so, got it. Know, I got it. And I, David, thank you for the call. I've got to move on. And, 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 and David's correct. President Biden and all the politicians give give him an interview, but you have to ask yourself why, because they know that they're not going to be asked any serious question. They're going to, and I'm not dissing anybody. So, like Hillary Clinton was uh, asked, I believe, by the same show, what what do you carry in your bag for your food? And I think she said hot sauce. Or Beyonce said, "Hot." You know, that's the type. That's the type of uh, interviews. You know that. That uh that that go on there. Let's go to Mike in South Carolina. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Um, well, it's a treat to have you on two hours 
uh, on WABC for all of us, and I'm one of your fans. Well, thank um, you. Thank you. You know, Dom, no problem. Uh, you know, uh, Biden. Wait, wait, wait. You know, but but before, I mean, before we do Biden, I'm going to let you do Biden. Yeah. Tell me the truth, Mike. Do you care what Taylor Swift is doing in her bedroom and with who? Hell no. Hell no. Nope. I, 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 I really before. I really I want to hear from somebody that can explain yeah. to me this phenomenon of we care what gender Taylor Swift <laughs> is, is, is sleeping with. If she's sleeping with women, Taylor, more power to you, sister. Do do you? That's right. As the kids say, do you, boo? Whatever you, you know. <laughs> hey, Mike, I, I really couldn't care. And, and, and I know my wife will laugh at this. But I really couldn't right. care if somebody said I was gay. You think I'm gay? Good for you. I got plenty of gay friends. You want to say I'm gay? Go for it. Believe me, That's those it. that know me... No, you know, but but again, and I'm going to let you talk on Biden, but I'm just trying to understand this great fascination that the New York Times would do a piece on this Taylor Swift straight. Is she gay? Is she bisexual? Come on. Go ahead, Mike. It, it, it's, it's ridiculous. They're getting redundant. Like, like I like what you said. They're regurgitating this. You know, I said it on a show months ago. I don't care if you're LBGT, WXYZ, I could care less. I'm heterosexual, male, proud father of two children, son and daughter. I don't care, you know, what you are, but don't wave it in my face. Okay? Fair enough. Fair enough. A a national issue out of it. I mean, all right, Dominic, um, I'll let you go. All the best, and uh, I'll speak to you next time. Fantastic. Let's go to uh, Jimmy, my friend Jimmy in New City, Rockland County. Good morning, Jimmy. What's on your mind? Dominic, happy New Year. Thank you for taking the call. Of I course, think, Jimmy. Like the caller said previously, two hours of you is a blessing. Happy New Year well, to everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Very kind of you to say thank you. My issue, we was, you know, when I had originally called, was about Jewish people. I live in New City, New York. Um, a lot of Jewish people say half, you know, half my friends, half the school went there. They are us. They're you and me. It, what is the problem with Jewish people? They are just everyday people. Agreed. Why? What's the hubbub? I mean, I don't get it. They are the nicest people. They're, they're, their parents are the best. They let us hang out in their garage. And my mom would say, you're not eating, you're eating all my ham? They'd be like, can I go out to the deli and get you guys more sandwiches? You know what I mean? Like, they are the sweetest. And in general, that they were just so nice. Um, I don't know what the problem is. I just want to let people know, please stop. There's nothing about these people that you, you just have to know them. First off, let's not get into something we don't even know. Why would you criticize? You, you, you're just going on something that you don't even know about. I mean, these are regular, just normal Americans, and they are genuine, decent patriots. Uh, are, are, are you surprised what happened at the uh, at the school, Roosevelt High School, and the uh, private Jewish school, the horrible things that were said to the Jewish kids? To tell you the truth, this is the first I'm hearing of it on your show, but okay. the whole, the last few months, honestly, I, I'm just, I can't believe it. Since I cried when Sid said it at, on October 7th or 8th, after the, everything was after the weekend, I couldn't believe what I was hearing on the job site. I was right. sitting there listening. 
I'm like, they're like, what's wrong? I'm like, do you guys know what just happened? It was so terrifying to hear something like that would even happen in today's day and age. I was mortified, Dominic. Come on. But right. these people are our people. I don't even want to say these people. Uh, they just, Jewish people are us, and that's it. They're you and me, and they just go to work. Agreed. They, Agreed. They, they thrive. They are patriotic. I, I feel no threat ever by anybody. I, I don't either. I, I, I don't either. I don't I, I don't either. Um, you know, I'm I'm trying not to get into personal stuff. Jimmy, thank you for the call. But but my 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 realtor for the last 20 years, who's done uh, fantastic by me, I'll just say her first name. Her first name is Naomi. It, Naomi has made us more money in terms of real estate than, than I thought was ever possible. Naomi has looked out for our best interests uh, for the last 20 years. When it comes to real estate, Naomi has got us qualified for mortgages via her sister Anne that that I I never thought were were possible. I'm not going to go into figures, but I never a kid growing up in the Bronx in the projects. I never thought in a million years that I could qualify for mortgages that they got me to qualify for, and legally, they're Jewish. Several of my doctors are Jewish. Some of my lawyers in the past have been Jewish. What is the problem? What 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 is the problem, people? Loretta in Brooklyn, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Um, happy New Year to you and your wife and family. And um, uh, I'm so happy to hear Tamara Tucci sounding so strong and brave. And God is blessing her. Uh, in many ways, uh, like my brother said, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And about Taylor Swift, um, I don't care if she's gay, straight, or in between. It's her talent that makes her who she is. Uh, she makes me happy with her music. She doesn't make me happy in the bedroom, so what do I care? I'm, I'm uh, with you, Loretta. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. You know, I'm, hey, hey, Loretta, I'm looking at a, a tweet that Lisa Pure just posted. And Lisa's correct. I didn't want to say this, but she's referring to the New York Times. Lisa says it sounds like they needed to do anything possible for a Swifty story to boost mm-hmm. attention to the New York Times because she's the biggest artist. Let's let's bring the drama. It's disrespectful to her people. Can't stand to see her happy with her man. And, right. and Lisa, I agree with you. It's called Hating 101. Go right ahead, Loretta. Small minds deal in gossip. Gossip is always negative. And uh, years ago, do you remember Liberace? Yes. My cousin had something to say about um, he's such a flamboyant on the stage. He was called Mr. Showman. I said, Genevieve, you like his show? You always watch it? Oh, yes, he's dynamite. I said, what do you care when he, what he does off the stage? It's his stage presence that makes you happy. So what do you care? Right. What, I, di- what difference does it make? I, I, I agree with you, Loretta. Thank you so much for the call. Let's go to Dave in Pennsylvania. Good morning, Dave. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. Um, Taylor Swift's uh, proclivities are not what is at stake here. I've already seen efforts on the Internet to turn this debacle into right-wing propaganda because Taylor Swift has the potential of amassing a rather large 
left-wing voting bloc. And I think that's what the uh, the effort is. I know it's the New York Times, but it's still trying to be uh, to be twisted into another narrative. So, Dave, Dave, do you do you care um, what gender Taylor Swift has in her bedroom? Well, me personally, no, I, I don't. That's not where it's at for me. I, I agree with you. She's a great artist. Yeah, I, I just I, I just don't understand how, whether it's an op-ed or not, and thank you for the call, Dave, I don't understand how it's newsworthy uh, of Taylor Swift's bedroom. I, I just, I, I don't get it. I don't get it, folks. When we come back, more of your calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Everybody. Everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Lots to uh, get to. I'm uh, siding with Taylor Swift. Um, you know, the New York Times op-ed uh, questioning her sexuality. I don't care. Whatever makes Taylor happy in bed, go for it. The lady works hard, all is traveling, all on stage, two, three hours at a pop, all these costume changes, all the pressure she's under. If she's happy with a woman, Taylor, do you. If Taylor is happy with a man, Taylor, do you. If Taylor is happy with a man and a woman, Taylor, do you. Period. But I'm still shocked over, you know, that. Cop killer, you know, arrested four times in the last year. He wants to be released again. The nerve, the nerve. But but this this is the system that we live in. The nerve. What happened at the basketball game in Yonkers? Two teams playing. Two teams on the court. Game canceled when one team amongst the girls shouted anti-Semitic slurs at their Jewish opponents who needed security guards to escort them to safety. One of the players allegedly said, I support Hamas, you effing Jew. Coach has been canned, player kicked off the team. This is the LaFell School, a private Jewish school in Hartsdale, and Roosevelt High School, a public school in Yonkers. This happened Thursday night. The mayor is involved. The school superintendent is involved. This is happening on a basketball court. Let's go to Pat in New Jersey. Good morning, Pat. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. I hope you're well. Dominic, I want to weigh in on anti-Semitism. Do you remember the Achille Lauro event with Clay Hawker? Yes. Uh, right. And they were going to make a play. Well, my doctor's parents were on that cruise at that time. And I won't mention his name, but I said to him, Do you, what is all this rising from? This was a few years ago. And he said, I don't believe anti-Semitism ever left. It was just suppressed. Right. But it seems so, like it's I, I hear you, Pat, but it, the way it's coming out now, I mean, on a basketball court. I know. I don't know what it is. It's 
just as though evil just resurrects every so often. And I was surprised when they wanted to do that play on Broadway, Klinghoffer, and it was very upsetting to me. And he said, anti-Semitism really never left. So there we go. It looks like you're right. Unfortunately, it looks like you're you're right. Thank you, Pat, for the call in New Jersey this morning. Rob in Mayo Pack. Good morning, Rob. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. First time in a long time. Happy New Year. Same to you. Go right ahead, Rob, please. Uh, first of all, anybody that kills a cop has to be automatic with death penalty. Agreed. Uh, it should be for it should be for anybody, but especially for a cop killer. Agreed on and, cop killers. And, you know, and uh, second of all, the, uh, the garbage that happened with the Roosevelt, the Roosevelt team. Yes, that uh, it should be more than the coach to get fired. The entire season should be canceled. I know that's unfair to yeah. the rest of the athletes. But but there has to be a somehow a, teach, you a teachable you moment in this. Sleep in it. Right, right. Because you know, like I know, if 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 one of those kids uh, from the Jewish private school had used the N word, and I I don't know what the race happened oh, to be. It would have been a big riot, exactly. It, 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 the season would have been canceled if they got caught saying it. Uh, it it would have been the end, and so you got. Uh, you, you you know, um, what's that saying that women say all the time? What's good for the goose is good for the gander. I hate that saying. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. but, but and I've always hated it because you, you always say what's good for the goose is good for the gander. <laughs> anyway, Rob, thank you, my friend, for your uh, for your uh, for your call. Let's go to Anthony in Connecticut. Good morning, Anthony. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, how you doing, buddy? Good, good. Go right ahead, please. Hey, listen, I grew up in the Yankee Stadium bleachers, okay? A lot of uh, multicultural, different people, black people. Hispanic I, I just people. saw your tweet. Go ahead. Yes, yes. And you know what? One of my best friends was this guy named Steve. I won't tell you his last name, right? But I never knew what he was. I never knew his religion. I didn't know anything. All I knew is we cheered for the Yankees. We sat in the bleachers, and we had a great time. Well, one time I went on the Staten Island Ferry. I went back to his house, and I slept over. And in the morning, he offered me a bagel with locks, okay? And he started to tell me things about his religion, things of that nature. And it turns out he was a Jewish kid. I did not care before. I did not care after I found out. And this whole anti-Semitism thing, I don't understand it. I don't know where it comes from. And I think it's pathetic. And, uh, you know, I just really appreciate what you're saying tonight. Well, thank you, Anthony, for for your call. And it should be that way. You know, you guys uh, went to the Yankees and observed the Yankees. And that, that that's a great memory to have for a lifetime. And like you said, you didn't care before before when you didn't know he was Jewish. You didn't care after the locks and bagel when, when you found out he was Jewish. That was still your friend. Rocco in Saratoga, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dom. Good morning. How you doing, my friend? I, hey, Rocco, I'm doing good except for I, I got to fess up to something, right? So yeah. I was hiding what? from Tony and Matt Blaze and Elias and the people here, right? Well, because I understand. I wait, understand. Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. I've got yeah. I've got like a million pair of cufflinks, right? But I couldn't find okay. any of them. So in this oh, entire wow. radio station, 
I'm going from office to office looking for paper clips, right? To to make yeah. some uh some handmade cufflinks. And I didn't want the guys to see me looking for paper clips. And so I finally went into the department that does all the media stuff, the uh, social media stuff. I was only able to find two paper clips. And so right here, I'm standing here with a paper clip, <laughs> a gold paper clip. The, the, the other one is out, but it is what it is, Rocco. Uh, so, so go right ahead. Hey, hey you, know, you want to solve your problem? Check with Frank. He has your cuff links. Frank, Frank has him. Frank has him. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's yeah. on your mind, Rocco? Yeah, hey, everything's on my mind, Dominic. The cop killer, they should put him in front of a firing squad. Agreed. All right? Agreed. That's what he deserves. Agreed. That's what he, he should get the right? same thing that he did to good. the police officer. The that's police officer got a him. bullet in the head. He should get five in the head. But go ahead. I know I'm not supposed to say that, but go ahead. They should torture him first. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, Taylor Swift, real quick. She's a marketing machine. It's all about business, all about money. You know that she has a credit card in Europe that generates tens of millions of dollars. Branded. Taylor Swift credit card. So, so, but wait, Rocco, Rocco, do you care? I don't know who she's sleeping with. Do you care if she's sleeping with women? No. So she's sleeping with a guy and a and a girl at the same time. <laughs> right. I don't care. It, right. it is what it is. That's behind her doors. It doesn't affect me. Has nothing to do with me. She can do she could swing from a chandelier for all I care. You know? I mean, I, I, I will say this, uh, along the Beyonce line, she is a good looking woman though. But but go ahead. Go it, ahead. Okay, it's your, hey, teach their own, right? There you okay. go, there you go, there too you go. Too skinny for me, Dom, too skinny for me, too skinny. Nah. Yeah, I like a little meat per- on my girl. Perfect, perfect, but go, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, and, 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 and then we have the Roosevelt High situation. My mother-in-law grew up in Yonkers, okay? She went to Roosevelt 70 years ago. It was always a problem school, always a tough school and it didn't get any better through the years it's one of the oldest schools in yonkers it's been there forever as a matter of fact even that my uh my father-in-law even went there so roosevelt has been there forever it's an old building i'm sure they haven't renovated it and it's in a tough neighborhood okay so you got these anti-semitic feelings going on obviously in these neighborhoods where these kids just think hey jews they are no good right who's teaching them that who's teaching them that well first of all hey rocco i i don't know the race of these female basketball players at um at at, at roosevelt high school but wait 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 wait. let let, let me let me just say let me just say this rocco um for for argument's sake right for argument's sake let's just say that Half of the team happens to be African Americans, or three quarter of the right. team happens to be African American, yeah. right? The the reason why the reason why I'm so pissed off is because historically, who's been there for the for the black community historically? It's been the Jewish community. The Jewish people always supporting the minorities, always right. Defense to the, the, the come on, you know that Dom. They the Jewish people have always been there for African Americans, civil rights. Who were there? Who went down to Mississippi? 
who Jewish died, guy. Who died in Mississippi. Yes, got burned. Yes, in the car. Those students, right? Yes. They were Jewish. Okay, so don't the, the, the black community should be saying, "Hey, thank you, my Jewish brothers." Agree. Right. Thank you. Rocco, Instead, we get this nonsense. Rocco, thank you. Thank you so much for the call. Dominic Carter here with you, folks. We've got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to Brooklyn, Manhattan, Suffolk, New Jersey, and more of your calls. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Texas Governor Greg Abbott claims... Mayor Eric Adams should sue President Biden, not the bus companies, over the migrant crisis. The mayor should be suing Biden, according to Abbott, not the bus companies that Texas has paid to dump asylum seekers here. This is what the governor said on a Sunday. He told Fox News Sunday that Adams' lawsuit, which is seeking $708 million in damages from 17 charter and bus companies, will not only fail badly in court, he says that it's aimed at the wrong target. So that's what uh, Governor uh, Abbott has to say, calling Adams' lawsuit a political statement and says that it violates the United States Constitution in several respects. We'll see what the courts say. But as far as the migrants, I told you, folks, you didn't want to believe me. You have a migrant mob that made a grab. Notice I said mob that made a grab for $5,300 in designer sunglasses from Bloomingdale's. They didn't go to the corner store. They wanted Versace, Dior, Prada. They've got great taste off of your money. You have to give it to them. Another migrant was stabbed over a woman and killed. All types of migrant headlines. And we're just starting to see it on the criminal front. Let's go to Francine in Brooklyn. Good morning, Francine. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. How are you? And Happy New Year. Yeah, same to you. Same to you. Okay, first I want to say um, more power to the trans person who decided to become the, a trans woman. The, the the voice of New York City yes. Transit. Yes. I used to hear that on the radio, on the train when I go to work. Mm-hmm. But however, I, I want to say about the Jewish people, they are wonderful. When I worked at Brooklyn College, they schooled me. They showed me how to do the computers. They showed me how to be a lady in public, how to work uh, with the students and all this stuff. It was wonderful. And I also found out that I'm part Jewish. Well, there you go, Francine. Hold on for one second. I want folks to hear the voice of the uh, the uh, voice of New York City Transit, who's now come out as tra- a transgender woman. There is a local 7 train to Flushing Main Street. Approaching the station, please stand away from the platform edge. My thing, Francine, uh, you, you've explained to me that you're transgender. As long as she's happy, more power to her. That's, exactly. the, way I, that's the way I look at it. Exactly. And thank you for allowing me to express my feelings about the whole situation. Now, how about Taylor Swift? Do you care who no, Taylor Swift is sleeping with? I love with? her music. 
Why? Why do you? Why do you think? Do you think? Do you think media organizations are just trying to make the money? They're trying to get the clicks. That's why they're focusing on her. For the New York Times to do an article on whether she's gay or straight. Yeah, I think so. Yep. They shouldn't be uh, in her business in her bedroom. Right, right. Well, Francine, thank you for the call. Happy New Year. Let's go to Ari in Brooklyn. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hello, Dominic. Happy New Year. Same to you. My, vo- my voice is still suffering. Wow, what a show tonight. Anti-Semitism, heroic cancer survivors, transgender, subway attendants, Taylor Swift, cop killers, Biden, migrants. Yeah, we got a lot. We got a lot going on because there's a lot happening. What am I supposed to talk about? But uh, the reason I called was um, really about the anti-Semitism. I've been on hold, according to my phone, for uh, an hour and three minutes. I I apologize. Uh, Oh, I'm not complaining. It's an honor for me to speak with you. Okay, um, anti-Semitism, um, it's, it's similar to your, your second guest. Um, it's unfortunate. It's a cancer, and it has to be um, cut out immediately or else it metastasizes. And where does it come from? Unfortunately, it comes from a lot of the black leaders. I would give you Farrakhan for an example, and I don't mind saying Reverend Al, I consider him an anti-Semite. Um, well, I think it, I think it comes from a lot of communities. Ari, Ari, thank you so much for your call. I think it comes from a lot of communities, and it's it's rather unfortunate. And there's no excuse whatsoever in the middle of a girls' basketball game. How about this? How about dribbling the ball behind your back through your legs, going left? For a layup and scoring a point, rather than using a racial slur to to address some somebody on the other team, how about that? Put the ball around your back, through your legs, dribble with your with your left, and go up for a layup, and and three people are on you and they can't stop you. How about that, Michael in Manhattan? Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Good morning. One point that I don't think has been mentioned, everybody sees these pro-Hamas terrorist groups marching through Manhattan into Grand Central, into Penn Station, uh, Macy's with a smoke bomb, and nothing happens to them. So some of these kids pick up on that and say, hey, I have an opportunity here. I'm going to tell this Jewish player what I think of them and I'll get away with it because all these marches get away with it. You, you are probably a thousand percent correct. Michael, uh, one player has been kicked off the team. The coach has been relieved of duties the rest of the season. I, 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 you know, I don't want to see the entire team punished, but you can't just let this go. What do you think should happen in this situation? The entire season should be canceled for Roosevelt High School, the girls' basketball team. And I'm surprised. With everybody with a cell phone, no one took a picture of this girl that screamed this epithet? 
Well, I, 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 you raise a good point there, Michael. I got a funny feeling that videos will surface within the next 24 hours. Thank you for the call. Jerry in New Jersey, we're taking your calls, folks, up into the top of the hour when Frank Morano starts 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Jerry in New Jersey, good morning. Yeah, hey, Dominic. Yeah, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the fact that, you know, Joe Biden in his hateful speech on Friday, he was uh, bragging about, you know, jailing the Jan six, you know, political hostages. He was he he was bragging that he put them in jail for over collectively over 800 years, you know, and the crowd is cheering. You know, this just makes me feel like I'm more and more in, a, you know, in some sort of fascist uh, utopia now. I, I hear you, Jerry. I, I didn't hear that part. Um, if the president actually said that, it's disgusting. I know that his team would say they're pointing out the law and order aspect, but I, I regret that this issue was coming back up again because it divided the country. And at, at what point are we going? I mean, I, I know politicians will win, win at all costs, but how are we going to bring the country back together from this if we go down this road yet again? The best way that this should happen, listen, Trump says that he won the first time around against you, Biden. Well, mano a mano, you guys are at it again. May the best man be the one that's still standing, and let's leave it at that. But let's 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 leave out all of this uh, January 6th stuff, and you're a loser, and I, I just, I just, and by the way, by the way, one of the headlines, Jerry, that I have not focused on is the fact that it made a lot of headlines social media wise. I don't know, Jerry, maybe you can help me here. What's going on with President Biden? As soon as he was done with the speech, the first lady came out and took his hand and walked him off the stage. Did you see that, Jerry? I saw that, you know. It's it's weird, pathetic. You know, we, we, our, our president is being treated like a child, Dominic. And everyone knows it. Everyone sees it every day. But what I don't he understand. sitting on interviews with him, telling it, him what to say. It, and, you know, what, what I don't understand, Jerry, is why the first lady would do that. She knows that every step he takes is being looked at. She literally walked him off the stage like a child and he went walking behind her. I, Dominic, I, I've just I've never seen anything like that. Dominic, if she didn't do that, he would have been wandering around looking for the steps for a, a long enough that that, you know, it w- he he just she just had to step in and do that. You know, it's better than him wandering around getting lost on stage. OK, but we're, we're going into a reelection campaign. And, and let let me let me tell you. Let me tell you this, Jerry. The uh, I talk about illusions a lot with politics. So let me tell you what I rule one on one in politics. If you have a um, if you have a large crowd, you can get a large room to hold your event. But if you have a small crowd, you've got to get an even smaller room. So it looks like there are more people in the room. The president of the United States of America, it looked like maybe, maybe there were 50 to 75 people there. I mean, I don't know the exact number, Jerry, but that's what it looked like to me. Dominic, it was by invitation only, I heard. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 
So so I, I, I'm going to go to Robert in Suffolk County in just one second. I'm asking you and every other guest, do you care, Jerry, who Taylor Swift is sleeping with? I don't give a rat's tailbone, quite honestly. Do you do you follow her or her music? I really don't follow her music. I just know she's a megastar. She, Dominic, she doesn't deserve my attention, not even for one blessed second. Okay. You know, I don't follow her. I don't really care. I don't think anybody cares for that matter, but I could just speak for myself, and I right. don't care. But the, I don't know anyone but the, that cares. But the New York Times did, doing an op-ed on her sexuality. Dominic, the New York Times is disgusting. It's completely out of touch with the with the with the American people. It's trying to you know service, right? Well, Jerry, thank you so much for the call, and you have a wonderful morning. Let's go to Robert in Suffolk County. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. I want to bring up a serious problem everyone should be concerned about. That's not really in the news and being talked about. The spread of diseases, human. And now I find pets, my cats. I almost lost a second cat because a a liver infection was spread by fleas. In the past two years, we've had infestations of fleas here in the Riverhead area in Suffolk County. Mm -hmm. And... The first one had died because I didn't get him to the vet fast enough. So I didn't know what was happening. The second one I did. And both vets who have treated this cat said they've never seen anything like this before. So, so, so what, are you, what are you alluding to? What are you telling me, Robert? Okay. In Texas, it's been reported that there are persons who had went into hospitals with strains of TB that have never been seen in America, and they are present south of the border in countries there. So you're, now, you're so wait, you're, I'm trying to get to your point. You're telling me that you believe migrants are bringing these diseases here that you're referring to? Yes, and this in this case with the cats, it's insects that are coming in their possessions. I've never seen so many mattresses and cases of bed bugs in the area. Mattresses thrown out left and right on, on garbage nights. And mm. in New York City schools, New York City schools, there have been record cases of kids and schools with lice. That part is definitely true. This is alarming, Dominic. This could be the next epidemic coming. If we get some serious disease because a migrant came in this country who was not checked for it. Hmm. Robert, I, I hear you. And, and it's it's really unfortunate uh, what, what you're bringing up. But there there's no doubt about it. And thank you for the call. There is no doubt about it as it relates to New York City school children uh, and the lice uh, situation. Coming up at the uh, top of the hour, Frank Marano and the other side of Midnight. Frank joins me right now. Good morning to you, Hello, sir. Hello, Dominic. How was your weekend? Great, great. A uh, lot of fun. What do you have coming up? All right, a lot to get to. 
Um, we're going to look into a scandal that has been sort of under the radar screen with the Biden administration for the last 24 hours. But my suspect, my suspicion is you're going to hear about this all over the place. I'll uh, I'll tell you about it in two minutes. We're going to um, look into the world of electromagnetic pulse. We have a gentleman on who says this is a very real concern and we are not prepared to deal with what happens if all the power goes out. So we're going to get into that. Wow. We have some fun stuff as well. We're going to talk football and... And uh, we're going to be joined by one of the lead writers from the TV show Garfield and Friends. So we're going to run the gamut. EMP to Garfield and everything in between. So a great show. And are you ready for some football? No doubt. Frank Marano, The Other Side of Midnight, coming up right now.